What is up, beautiful souls? Welcome back to another episode on the Reclaim Your Power podcast. So excited for today's topic. I have another special guest. I've really been enjoying doing these interviews, and I'm excited for you to hear the discussion. So sit back, relax, and let's get going. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I have another very special guest for you all today. I have Sydney here. We met through a business mentorship group a while back, and we are both still really good friends, and we keep in touch a lot. So I'm happy to have her on for this episode. And we are talking about traveling and how to uh, kind of combat combat anxiety when you're traveling and how to make traveling a spiritual experience. So Sydney, if you want to introduce yourself and kind of give everyone a background of like what you do, what you're into. Yes. Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Gabby, for letting me come and speak about travel. I am in love with travel. Um, I guess my travel journey only started a bit more than a year ago now, but has become a huge part of me. Um, And I have, through that, through my experiences, I have created, I have become a travel coach and I help people not only with planning and budgeting aspect of travel, but also like the inner journey I really focus on and being what I like to call the holistic traveler. Um, Mm -hmm. which really focuses on kind of trying to focus on every little aspect of traveling, um, which I talk about a lot on my page and on my podcast and in webinars. Yay, I love it. It's so such powerful stuff that you're doing. And I think like the topic of traveling like sustainably and holistically is so big right now because a lot of us are waking up to the fact that we haven't really been treating our planet with love like we Mm -hmm. should be so I think a lot of people are seeking that guidance and kind of how to start traveling but also to like lessen their um like carbon footprint I guess so yeah super awesome and for everyone listening, I will leave Sid's uh, information in the episode description, like her Instagram and everything, so you can go message her if you're interested in getting some help with your next trip. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, yeah, we can just go ahead and start. I have some questions for you. My first question is, how do you stay grounded during travel and I know the point of travel is to kind of have that adventure and that spontaneous um, like aspect of it but I think like for a lot of people especially uh, like my audience and probably your audience too they struggle with anxiety so they kind of find comfort in routine so I guess Mm -hmm. my question is how do you stay grounded during travel and how do you kind of still have some sort of routine while you are still like experiencing like adventure and spontaneous like trips and all that yes I love that question um so staying grounded um something I really like to highlight is slow travel which is kind of picking one spot and staying in it staying in that spot a bit longer than you normally would even if it's just for a week's vacation or up to a couple months 
Um, and that way you get to really experience that space and you really get to um, settle down, I guess, in a way. And this allows you to be grounded in like not rushing through things and like being able to listen to yourself, listen mm -hmm. to what your needs need to be, listen to if you're traveling with someone else, like, and also connecting with other people in a more deeper level. Um, yeah, so for me, from my experience, like not rushing helps me stay grounded. Mm -hmm. um, and, yeah. then, and then keeping a routine, like I know a lot of us like to check in with ourselves and practice meditation and mindfulness and awareness. And that's something that's like huge for me too, is like, if you're feeling anxious, like, no, you can take a second to breathe, to become more still in your, I guess, in your thoughts and your, and really acknowledge and connect with your emotions and feelings and see where that's coming from. And mm -hmm. um, I like to highlight mindfulness and awareness because then you get to experience and appreciate every little moment and you get to be in the moment. And then like you can find space to meditate in the morning and you can, I like to do in the evenings, like just before I go to bed when I'm traveling to do like a full body scan. Cause that's like, because mm -hmm. like you're relaxed for the evening you're in a safe spot and you're not going to be bothered because it's the evening and other people are going to bed too and you can just sit with yourself and reflect on your day's adventures and see how you're feeling internally yeah and I I really love that you highlighted uh, the body scan thing because that's something that I like work with uh, my clients on is becoming aware of like our bodily sensations mm -hmm. and I think when we're traveling or even if we just go on like a little trip like I just went camping like three hours away from where I live so it wasn't like a huge trip that I had to plan like months ahead for but mm -hmm. I still like experienced a lot of emotions and a lot of things like just from those three days that I was there so I think Definitely doing the body scan is going to help a lot when you're traveling because you can kind of like process everything that you experience throughout the day. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. And that's another thing. Like you don't need to go on like a huge trip abroad to practice and like really get connected with yourself. Like it can even just be like a day hike or a day trip where you really mm. practice like slowing down, being mindful and connecting with your inner self. Yes, I love that because I think everyone, when they hear the word trip or like vacation or travel, they think it has to be like the beach and you have to go for a week or you have to, you know, go out of the country for a whole month and mm -hmm. do all this extravagant things. But you can literally plan a trip like in your backyard or something like you can make yeah. like, a trip out of anything. Yeah, just going for a walk or. You can bring awareness to anything that you do whenever you leave your house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And how how would you say that we can make traveling or any type of trip that we take a spiritual experience? 
Um, I want to start by answering that with kind of my own experience. Um, so when you're traveling, when I've been traveling like solo and especially for a longer period of time, I've noticed that the universe kind of like forces you to go within yourself and connect and learn more about with uh, your soul. Mm-hmm. And it really pushes you to learn these new lessons and um from my I've had like crazy experiences where I didn't really do the best job planning one of my trips but the universe took me places where I needed to learn a lesson and then I maybe wasn't there for as long as I was planning but I had to get out of there but it was still a useful lesson Mm -hmm. um like being aware of the lessons that you're learning really has helped me make uh create more of a spiritual journey and then um even like the people I've met like I've noticed have been people who have aided my own spiritual journey like I was kind of spiritual when I was younger and then throughout high school I kind of lost touch and then I started solo traveling and I literally started meeting people that made me reconnect with that spirituality and think bigger and make better and deeper connections. And now that's what I kind of crave. Mm -hmm. And then I also want to add on is everybody else who I've met who, especially if they've solo traveled or traveled for a longer period of time, maybe we're not expecting it to be a spiritual journey but we come out changed with different perspectives and we're like that was a spiritual journey that was Mm -hmm. that was insane and amazing and and now I want to learn more um so I guess for me not necessarily forcing it to be spiritual journey and just like bringing back to that awareness and like that gratitude to be grateful for every experience I think there's definitely ways you can make it more of a spiritual journey like the way you plan your trip maybe you're going to spiritual landmarks or you're going to a retreat where Mm -hmm. you talk about like more spirituality or you're traveling with friends who you're really spiritual spiritual with and I think another amazing thing about traveling is it's the perfect time to start exploring something else that you haven't before like if you wanted, if nobody knew, or if if you didn't know a lot about, say, the moon, and like the connection with the moon, but you knew that you were drawn to this idea that the moon was something greater than just the moon, then you can use this time to travel to go explore that idea and explore that connection and find. And there's places that and like workshops and retreats all over the world where like you can use to explore that connection so you can definitely I guess there's different ways that a spiritual journey through travel can be created if that makes sense yeah absolutely and I liked what you said about kind of not like forcing it to be a spiritual experience because I think like as humans we always have these expectations and I actually did an episode on this before and Mm -hmm. a lot of times we have negative expectations so like we think 
we're laying in bed the night before and we're like, tomorrow's going to be such a horrible day. Like, I'm not going to get everything done that I need to. Whatever. We go on this like tangent in our mind. Mm -hmm. And you are by doing that, you are like setting those expectations in stone. So I think like before you travel or before you plan a trip, it's important to just release all of your expectations for it and kind of have this like neutral stance because then you can almost like create what you want from a more like intentional space for sure. And like you said, like anything could really be a spiritual experience. Like us sitting here talking, like this is a spiritual experience. Like, mm-hmm. so it's really all about how you like your perspective on it. Yes. And just like being open to the lessons. Like I really connected to the episode of yours about expectations because mm-hmm. it was my first travel, my solo, my first solo travel experience where the idea of expectations in a way like not helping you or the way this person put it was expectations are toxic and then Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was kind of like kind of like a led to exploring that and like at first I was confused but like I've kind of like experienced which like you were talking about in the episode and like it's true so just like being open and mindful for everything that kind of comes your way A brief intermission here. I wanted to invite you all to join my free Facebook group. It is a space for empaths and highly sensitive souls to come together and to learn about our emotions, our energy field, and how to connect more to our power and to the universe. I do bi-weekly lives. I post yoga videos, recipes. There's some really, really great things in there. And we also have guest speakers in there as well. So it's just a really nice place to kind of get insight, get resources, and connect with other spiritually inclined people. So if you have been needing some support with your emotions and your mindset, go to this episode description and request to join my Facebook group. I'll see you there. Back to the episode. Yeah, absolutely. That's so important. And like you can have negative expectations and you can have positive expectations. So like I kind of I like I like saying like intentions but now I've kind of like shifted to like calling them like desires so like every morning I have a list of intentions slash desires that I say to myself and these these are like positive expectations for the day so I say like how I want my day to go how I want to like feel that day and you'll notice that nine times out of ten that's how your day is going to go and obviously we can't control what happens on the outside we literally Mm -hmm. can't control like maybe your day is starting off super great and then I don't know you see like you you and your mom get into a fight or something like that you can't change that that's happening but you can Mm -hmm. change the way that you respond to it and your expectation like for that situation if that makes Mm -hmm. sense yeah Um, exactly like same thing with travel like if you have something planned but it doesn't go the way that you think it will or just something happens like for example with um the virus I had to come home like two months early from traveling in South America but 
I could have, like, been super upset about it, but I also, like, looked kind of on the bright side and was thinking, like, oh, like, I can use this time to work, like, more on my business and connect with other people at home and make plans for the the future and Mm -hmm. use it for, use that extra time for something else, like, yeah, and that's, like, those expectations again. Like, you you could have completely went the opposite direction and, like, just felt so bad for yourself and been really super negative about it. But even, just that little, like, change in your perspective is, like, made all the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually in a very similar situation because I went to Europe in March of this year and... I had an amazing time. I went to Germany and the Czech Republic, and I was supposed Mm. to go to Switzerland the last couple of days. But, um, you know, with the pandemic and Trump announcing, like, the travel ban, we had to leave or we would have been stuck there for, like, a month. Which, honestly, I wasn't against. (laughs) But um, I had obligations here, and... Like you said, instead of me getting, like, super upset that we weren't going to go to Switzerland, because, like, I have been dying to go to Switzerland since I was younger, Mm -hmm. and I was looking forward to it so much, and hearing that kind of, it did kind of disappoint me, but instead of, like, letting that disappointment, like, I don't know, like, consume me and kind of um, identifying with the disappointment I just changed my perspective on it so I told myself yeah. like at least you got to go to all these amazing places you've like got to go out of the country and experience new cultures yeah. you know at least like you're safe and like you said I like told myself well now I have like a little bit more time to work on my business um, before I like officially go back home and I'll get to go to Switzerland one day for sure in the near future so mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely, like, had this, like, similar situation happen. Yeah, and that's another amazing thing. Like, you can always return and create new experiences, even if it's in the same space, or explore mm-hmm. the places that you've been wanting to. Like, like, I know you'll go to Switzerland one day, and then it'll just be everything you ever wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's, like, what I had to tell myself, because I didn't, I didn't want to let that little like change of plans upset me and like bring my whole energy down and that was actually my next question is how do how does one combat unexpected changes like when traveling like if something doesn't go as planned how do you um kind of shift and make a change so it's not like draining your energy and I think we kind of covered it a little bit like with Mm -hmm. what we were just saying but do you have any more like insight on that um I used to just like practice like being on your toes and kind of have like even like a backup plan like maybe it doesn't have to be like this is what I'm doing this is what I'm doing this is what I'm doing if this doesn't work Mm -hmm. out but um keeping in mind that there are other options um and that like wherever you are in the world like you're not alone and um, you can always find a place to, like, like, um, like, settle down for a second and make your next plan. Like, when I was in Panama, I was planning to be on this island for, like, a week or two, but 
it turned out to be a very negative experience. So I <sighs> got out there as quickly as I could, but I had no other plans. So I just settled down at a hostel for two nights and kind of caught up on some work that I was working on and kind of made some plans. And that's even when I decided that I need to go home because the pandemic isn't looking so good. But like giving you giving yourself time to make a new plan. Like if you do need to make a new plan, don't exactly rush through it. Like you can take a second and <laughs> take some breaths and like just be in one space for a second because everything else will always be there. Yeah, exactly. And I always tell people like tomorrow is going to worry about itself. Like you don't need to worry about tomorrow or even like the next couple of hours right now because you need to be in this moment right Mm -hmm. now and you need to be present with what's going on right now because I guarantee when tomorrow comes or when like an hour or two comes you're gonna be like in that moment worrying about whatever's going on right then so I always say like you don't need to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow is going to worry about itself yeah it's gonna happen Yeah, and I think, like, just having that – learning how to be very in the moment when you're traveling, I think, is, like, good advice because um, things are going to come up. And like you said, like, staying on your toes, like, having a plan B, having a plan C, like, really thinking about um, how every situation could go, Mm -hmm. basically. Yes, I agree. And I guess the last question I have for you is because I know you said you're really into sustainability and I have been getting into that more. Um, And I think we all could use some more like sustainability tips in our life. Um, Mm -hmm. Can you can you give like first time or newbie travelers tips for being more sustainable and for kind of um, being uh, nicer to the planet when we're traveling? Mm-hmm. Um, my first and biggest tip that I really like to stress is like get into slow travel. Um, like I said a bit earlier, slow travel is like exploring one space, one spot for a longer period of time. This allows you to make deeper connection with locals, learn about the local like history and the culture and really immerse yourself. And not only does it, um, help you create more authentic experiences and um and not only does it help you get to experience this one place more in depth but it can even help lower um your carbon footprint a little bit like some people have like a week's vacation out of say the whole year or two weeks vacation and they have all these places like to go during that time And, like, yes, we want to see everything. This whole world is beautiful, and we want to experience it all. But then you also start to miss out on the smaller things. And then that could also mean that you're using more gas and you're flying more to these other places. And um, and you're – which just creates more CO2 emissions in the atmosphere. Um, And the second one is – what a lot of people like to do and what I am even starting to try to do is like bring your own like utensils that are usable mm-hmm. um, and that can help a lot and 
another tip is doing your research um, to see how is the place I'm traveling to, how is it impact negatively by negative environmental changes? Am I, am I going, if, is me going there helping or not helping the situation or how can I bring light to the situation? Like what I like to do is um, not only share my experiences, but even talk a little bit about like, oh, this place is amazing, but it's also be, it doesn't have clean water. And this is why it doesn't have clean water. But like using your platforms and your experiences to educate other people um, is also another good tip that I want, uh, which is what I'm aiming to do also. Um, I guess those are kind of my top tips that I can think right off the top of my head. Oh, one no. more. One yeah, more. Go ahead. <laughs> um, avoiding over tourism. So if you don't know what over tourism is, is it's when one place becomes super popular and, um, like all the, a bunch of people go there, which ups CO two emissions. It helps. It it doesn't help the local, um, the locals as much because as you would think, because sometimes mm-hmm. like, uh, resorts and hotels and places they buy land that most likely belongs to locals or farmland, and then locals can't aren't sometimes over tourism hits so hard that sometimes you can't the the locals can't react to it as quickly as needed to provide and create um good experiences for the tourists yeah that's a big thing i think like um when you said that i was thinking of um Ocean City, Maryland, because that's, like, a big one. People always go there, mm-hmm. and it's, like, and I'm not, like, bashing anybody that has gone or is going to Ocean City. Like, I went to Ocean City before, too, but I did notice that, like, there's so many people there, and it's so hyped up to the point where when you finally get there, you have all these, like, um, ideas in your head of how it's supposed to be, and then it just doesn't meet those mm-hmm. expectations, so... Yeah, I definitely think that's, like, a really good tip is to not go to super, like, touristy places all the time because that's going to create more of an impact on the planet when you kind of mm-hmm. have have those, those, um, those places that are, like, heavily, like, traveled to. Um, yeah. So that was a perfect, perfect example and I really appreciate all those tips I think a lot of people are gonna find them super helpful um I think that's a good place to end I really appreciate you like joining in on this episode I honestly it uh, expanded my perspective a lot about traveling and I'm sure it did for everyone listening so thank you so much Sid I love you (laughs) I love you too this is such a great conversation it's amazing Yeah, and again, I will put Sid's information in the episode description if any if anyone wants to check her out and liked her energy. And yeah, she's an amazing person and she's helping tons of people travel more sustainably and um, with more confidence. So yeah, thank you again. And I can't wait to talk. Yes, thank you, Gabby, so much. Talk to you soon. 
And there you have it. I love that discussion. Sydney has such bubbly, uplifting energy, and she's just amazing. If you would like to connect with her or if you're looking for guidance in travel and planning your next trip and being more sustainable with your travel, go check out her resources, her Instagram, and send her a message. I love all of you. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone you love. Send me a message, write a review, leave me a rating. I really appreciate and just acknowledge all the feedback that I get from you all. So I love you, like I said, and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your night, day, evening, whatever time it is where you are. I will talk to you all very soon. Keep fueling the vibe.